Check, 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 check. I'm recording already, Doug, so I can't forget. I can't forget to record now. Because I already started. Let me, let me start. Okay. Boom. 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 We're podcasting. Record. We are podcasting. I have a uh, one-star life review for today. Oh, yeah. Your, li- your life has been <laughs> yeah. I've got a one-star life right now, <laughs> most recently. I'm uh, getting audited. So oh, right. every couple of, so it was done over the phone and then every couple of days there's like a new email asking me questions. I don't know. This shouldn't be on the podcast though, to incriminate myself. Uh, <laughs> right. And then the, like there's a leak in my place. So there's like a, what happens oh, is d- they. Who do you think the leak is? Uh, Ruby? Oh or yeah. <laughs> She's leaking to the IRS. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah well you know at some point this is this is how bad it it has become is that there's a company called serve pro and service master which i never knew what they did ever i just saw their trucks around all the time so they come out and kind of tear everything up and then try to dry it out is kind of what they do yeah so they've got these big giant machines in our house these like weird floor fans and then this other d giant dehumidifier machine crazy loud just going all the time and then the guy came by to check on the machines one day he was just kind of like just need to stop by and check on the machines he kind of looked at it and had this laser water laser meter thing and then he uh left but he left his laser meter thing behind this is where my head's at right now it's just like he's listening in he left that behind (laughs) as a listening device but i'm just like that's the world that i'm living in my head it's just swimming right now because i always think somebody's (laughs) trying to scam me you know what i mean right but i am easily scammed you are yeah like especially face to face yeah like i had a woman a well-dressed woman come up to me outside the staples center one time (laughs) and she said she said i need 37 dollars to to fix my tire sure (laughs) or something sure Uh, and i was like okay (laughs) i gave her 37 dollars and uh the key is the then, specific like, amount, right? And then after after I gave it to her, she's like, oh, thank you so much. Let me get your address and all this stuff. And I was like, nah, I don't want to give you my address. <laughs> or what? Like, I just felt weird about that for some reason, but not weird about giving That's her $37. That's a nice deed, though. Man, she probably just bought drugs or booze or something, but still a nice deed. Once she had the money, you know, of course, I there's nothing... I could do it's like me attacking this woman. Wait a second. Who's in a pant? Who's in a pantsuit? Yeah. Wait a second. My let's, money back. Let's go. I'm gonna walk but, with you to your car. But I followed. I followed her for like uh, a block, you maybe did? less. And she went up to another person and asked for like forty three dollars, <laughs> like pushing her luck. And I was like, Oh man, well, that guy got scammed worse than you. But I must have looked like such a rube. It was pretty soon after I had moved to L.A., I think. <laughs> but you knew that you got scammed afterwards, right? Oh, like right away. Yeah, as so soon that's... as like, she walked away, I'm like, oh, God. So your senses Cause... are just slow. See, I just don't ever try anything because I think people are trying to scam me. That's a bad way to live also. Don't do it. Don't pay for the movie ticket that lets you into the movie. Somebody's scamming you. <laughs> don't pay that ticket. It's a scam. Oh man, you want to do a podcast, Doug? Toss Pussage, Toss Pussage, review it all you want, star reviewers. Pip and Doug are Scott and Jeff. What happened to Scott and Jeff? They're definitely not buried in a basement. Toss Pussage, Toss 
Scott and Jeff is not the best. All right, Doug, it is showtime. Ready to go? One star reviews. One star reviews. We're reading one star reviews. Add the new theme song. That was a Diet Dr. Pepper talking. I'm sorry. <laughs> this show is called Tosposage, and that stands for the One Star Podcast with Scott and Jeff. And I'm Kip. That's right. And I'm Doug. And uh, people ask us about Scott and Jeff, where Scott and Jeff are, who are Scott and Jeff. And to that, I say, mind your own business. Yeah, stop asking so many questions. Yeah, yeah, it's only going to get you in trouble. Like, may, you keep asking about Scott and Jeff, you might end up like Scott and Jeff. Right. You know? And, uh, you know, you don't want that because that means you won't be doing a podcast. <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you listen to the podcast, Doug? Oh, yeah, yeah. I listen to it, um, you know, as as I'm editing the episodes that I work on. Uh-huh. And then and then as soon as they're posted, um, I gather around with all my neighbors and we uh-huh. listen. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Sure. Normal. Yeah, and I try to listen to it because I want to get the, you know, we're making the thing, you know? We're making this mm-hmm. ear art. We're creating right. this ear art, right? Hashtag ear art. <laughs> hashtag toss passage. And, uh, but I just want to, I try to transcend, transform myself and not think of myself as, you know, Kip from Tosposage, but I try to think of mm-hmm. myself as just a podcast listener, you know, so I can truly soak it right. in. And then I can think about, you know, be truly constructive with my criticism of the, well, I, I just like to get in the, in the pants of a listener and I, you know, I like to listen to the show as most people do, one ear at a time. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like everybody does. And you'll miss a lot because we fine tune this uh, to stereo quality with a lot going on in the different ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In in your headphones, but we we do recommend yeah one ear at a time. Otherwise, uh, brain damage. orgasm. Or oh, oh yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I like that. Those were hard too. <laughs> Orgasm and brain damage. <laughs> Orgasm so big, you get brain damage. <laughs> so, so explosive. <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, in that what? What's that uh, book? Um, Loop World, Ring yeah. World. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Loop yeah. World, sci-fi book. The uh, that little tasp, or is that what it's called? Where they can control the that one species of animals by giving them instant orgasm. <laughs> yeah. Know what I mean? I kind of remember that. That's not the one thing I remember from the book, though. That was a long time ago. We were in a sci-fi <laughs> book club. I barely remember it. Larry David Niven? Larry Niven? Some Larry guy. David right? Niven. <laughs> Larry yeah. David Niven. Larry was, Niven. But he, yeah, uh, it, it was called a TASP or something like yeah. that. And uh, the human was able to control this like beastly, like giant lion or something guy by just pushing a button and that thing would have an <laughs> orgasm. So it's like, it's basically like getting someone hooked on heroin in a way. It's like that guy is in charge of my heroin. <laughs> so I'm going to do whatever he says. My orgasm dealer. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Hey, man, I need a little bit more orgasms. So, Doug, what you got this week? What you got? The sex segment number one of the show where we 
read and review the worst of the one-star reviews. Good description. Thank you. Usually those uh, descriptions of what the show is last a couple of minutes, but that was a good. (laughs) Thank you. Kip in Dutch means chicken. Oh, yeah. I remember that. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. I do remember that. So it's it's weird because when you see your name, you instantly recognize it, you know? So yeah, I mean, you're not reading anything. If you see it, your eyes go. And I saw that word a lot. And I was like, me? And it was just yeah, no, and a it, chicken sandwich. Yeah, Kip Burger is yeah, a Kip chicken Burger. sandwich. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to eat Kip. Right, right. Um. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this, really, other than I was looking up uh, chicken harnesses. Hmm. Chicken harnesses. Hmm. This was brought to my attention by my friend Neil Wax. He's a listener of the show. What's up? What's up, and Neil? This um, is if you give the, us a call. Give us a call. Call in and tell us about your podcast. This is for the Valhoma Chicken Harness Hen Size. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Plus hen six size. foot matching chicken leash. <laughs> I'm okay. pretty sure it's just a regular leash. I don't know what calling it a chicken leash. It's just a piece of fabric or whatever okay. yeah here's uh here's some one-star reviews of this chicken harness for people who want to take their chickens on walks is this is what i'm imagining what it looks like is what it looks like it looks like a, a s- small dog harness okay. Okay, on cool. a chicken gotcha. gotcha i think that's exactly what it is yeah that's They've what i was picturing remarketed it Scam. victoria p gives it one star and says too small too small I was told it would fit my hen. So upset, and to return it is hard, as I don't drive anymore. Very, very upset. <laughs> do so, they? Do hens like to go for walks? Um, with people. I guess. <laughs> okay. I, from what okay. I understand, in the, in the some of the other reviews is that they they will be in an enclosure and some of these owners want to take them on walks outside of the enclosure and the reason they want the harness is that if they were just to let them out of the enclosure on their own there's prey they would be prey for for local predators sure or they try to escape their chick their hen prison that you've been keeping them right like that movie chicken run Mm-hmm. And so the humans have to be with them as they walk them around their property. Escorted by is, a human. Yeah. <laughs> with like uh in dress like a secret service. <laughs> McKelfer gives it one star. Mackay Pfeiffer? Mackay Pfeiffer gives it one star and says, <laughs> yeah. doesn't work. <laughs> I tried this on more than one of my chickens. <laughs> they all hated it. <laughs> I can picture uh, that. That I can also picture. <laughs> Matthew Wolf uh, gives it one star and says, I ordered a harness but received a hands-free car charger. I would I like to it. return. I, love I would it. like to return, but says I am not allowed. <laughs> I love that. So I strapped it to the hand, and he seems quite happy. That would be funny if... Amazon policy was if they were like out of one product, they had like a a product whisperer there who's like, well, just send them this instead. 
you know, <laughs> like just some other random thing based on their like uh, right, buying that, that, history. They'll like it. They will like yeah. it, and it will be a surprise. That would be yeah. funny to sign up for a, one of those like uh, those surprise boxes. But it's yeah. just Amazon basing it on what you bought recently. It's uh, it's a, uh, it's oh, a yeah. based on your recent purchases of running shoes and rat traps. yeah exactly that would be really fun um dm gives the chicken harness one star and says too small for most breeds tried to put it on my large six pound chicken doesn't fit okay tried to put it on my smaller two pound chicken doesn't fit okay what size chicken was this meant for because it doesn't fit any adult sized chickens I tried it on a New Hampshire Red, six pound, <laughs> and Buff Orpington, two pound, younger hen. The build quality is okay, I guess, but you can't even fit it on the bird. So what's the point? I just wish they didn't picture two chickens wearing it that appear to be three to four pounds. If it wasn't intended for that size, it's misleading. Now here's where I, I quibble with this uh, okay. review from okay. DM. Okay. She tried it on her six-pound chicken and her two-pound chicken and then says, don't put a picture of two chickens that appear to be three to four pounds. Huh. L gives it one star and says, does not fit well. Slides off easily. Chokes chicken. Choking chickens. Choking your chicken, Doug? Yep. I use this for choking my chicken. And then uh, looking at this stuff on Amazon led me to... Another uh, product on Amazon, and this is for Louise's Country Closet Polka Dot Chicken Diaper. (laughs) Polka Dot. Yeah. It comes in uh, various different designs, Uh, and there really weren't that many uh, one-star reviews for this. So for the diapers. For the diaper. For the chicken diaper. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just going to read a few five star reviews. Great. People that Uh, were so happy with the chicken diaper that they had to get on the internet and write to somebody about it. Hell yeah. Okay. Carrie Carrie Cannon gave five stars and says, I bought this to be used when I needed to keep an injured hen indoors to fully recover. Okay. That's sensible. It fits her standard size perfectly with no leaks. I use the scented maxi pads as a liner and just peel and toss them after she goes number two. Polka dot print is subtle and cute. As I was reading these, I was like, these people are absolutely ridiculous. Letting chickens inside their house and putting diapers on them. And, you know, it may not be something I would do, but if I was ever at a house and a chicken with a diaper came in, I would be thrilled. (laughs) Yeah, me too. Me too. You're right. Yeah, you can't make fun of these people, can you? (laughs) No. Norma Austin gives it five stars and says, My chicken diapers. Love the chicken diapers I ordered from Amazon. Perfect if you have a house chicken. My lady chicken, chicken Louise, which is weird because they're called Louise's diapers, was injured from a dog that got in my yard. She has a very big open wound on her side. I want to get that checked out. The other chickens will not stop pecking her on her, making her wound worse. So I had to move her inside with her pet cage. And she adjusted very well. She loves being inside. And her chicken diapers f- 
fit perfect for a large, beautiful yellow chicken. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, boy. Charlotte Vergara gives it five stars and says, These diapers are very well made. And I was so thrilled with the first one that I've ordered three more in different sizes colors. I originally got the standard size in preparation for bringing my very small but not bantam rooster back into the house after his winter vacation with the ladies is over. However, it did just barely fit a larger roux that I brought inside recently to heal from some bad frostbite. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have to be stuck in a dog crate all day. He kept pulling the straps off his shoulders and okay the and diaper so has shoulder when, straps this is when i realized it's like suspenders <laughs> which make which makes it 100 percent even better god i was like, almost gonna this draw is a, a picture of this now did you find any pictures amazing. yeah there's some pictures online the, that they posted the but you can't really no you can't really see the suspenders i also don't really think of chickens as having shoulders i guess they do uh so I adjusted the straps to fit behind his wings for more of a pants fit instead of a backpack fit. Hmm. It is a less common fit method, but so far has worked well for him. Chickens are accustomed to having full control of the lay of their feathers, so your bird will pick at the diaper for a while until they are used to it. I believe buyers experiencing failure with this product is almost entirely user error and or impatience with their bird's learning curve. This diaper's design is well thought out, and well-made. Kudos. <laughs> and then the last but not least, Tanya El Capucci gives it five stars and says, great job. Great job. <laughs> so that's uh, that's all there is to review in the uh, chicken world, chicken harnesses, and chicken diapers. Uh, I guess you don't need the chicken diaper and the chicken harness because... You wouldn't take your chicken for a walk inside your own house, you know? <laughs> uh, so, Kip, what you got? I got I, uh, a, a <clears throat> book that I had read in the past and that I enjoyed and that you read recently. Uh, and there's a movie coming out for it soon. Do you know what this book is? Foundation by I Isaac Asimov? No, close. You uh, read it before that, I think. You had Maybe you oh, read Dune. it. Dune. Dune. Yeah, there's a Dune yeah. movie coming out. And the it's a it takes place on a desert planet. Right. Called uh Arrakis, right? Is that it? Yes. And they call uh, it Dune. Yeah, they call it's it Dune. It's a nickname. And uh this is where you may have if you haven't seen it, you might have seen like picture or something of it, but it's got the um and there was a movie. They made a really David Lynch made a really weird movie version, but they have uh, giant sandworms, mm -hmm. but uh, like it's sort of like the sandworms and tremors, where they can sort of sense yeah. where a activity is happening, and they go to that place and swallow y'all up. So let me find. So I've got some reviews of the book Dune by Frank Herbert. I, th I thought you were going to review the planet Arrakis. Yeah, <laughs> TripAdvisor, Arrakis. <laughs> Um, where are these a, reviews from these are from a goodreads oh okay and mallory gives it one star and says would have rather read an 800 page owner's manual to a car i don't have did not like it 
Uh, this person says, this is L, L's review of Dune. I made it to approximately 20 pages from the end of this book, and I just couldn't take it anymore. The last 20 pages are the best. <laughs> 20 pages. <laughs> Boris, there's a review, review from Boris, gives it one star and says, Tremors ripoff. This guy thinks that <laughs> Tremors, the movie, came first and then Dune. <laughs> yeah. I could see that, for sure. There's, uh, a, there's a character like that Michael Gross character, yeah. Bert, I believe his name is. There's a the uh, movie. Yeah. So anyway, so then I, I, I personally got sidetracked, and guess what I did? Started looking up reviews of Tremors. Yeah. Just like these people reading Dune who got sidetracked. So did I while reading the reviews about Dune. Tremors is a movie that is uh, directed by Ron Underwood, and uh-huh. it stars Kevin Bacon, Fred Ward, Fred Ward, Michael Gross from Family Ties, Reba McIntyre, Reba, Reba McIntyre. Yep, <laughs> yeah. So a star-studded cast. It the first Tremors is a genuinely good like B movie that is appropriate for children as well. So uh, some a lot of people didn't like Tremors as much as you did, Doug. Fucking idiots. Tremor is directed by Ron Underwood. Here's the uh, first review. This uh, Cole Toto gives it one half star and says, fuck Ron Underwood. (laughs) (laughs) So crazy. (laughs) To to have just an extreme reaction to Tremor. (laughs) And uh, Ron Underwood. (laughs) And also, like, if you choose to watch Tremors, and Tremors, I believe, delivers on what the Tremors uh, promise is. Sure, agreed. <laughs> and agreed. So yeah, great poster, great poster. These people are expecting. Yeah, great poster. Just Jaws in the uh, desert, desert Jaws. Oh yeah, that's a good way to yeah. describe it. Um, this person uh, Rex gives it one star and says, "Kevin Bacon's head." Looks like someone poured a thin layer of wax over a skull. Where's the nose? <laughs> huh. I never that's thought that about Kevin Bacon. But yeah. That's what that's Me what neither. Rex gets out of it. Um, there's a line in this too that people quote. There's like a really bad line in it. Here's the line. It says uh, it's a Kevin Bacon line. Andrew 2323S his whole review is just the piece of dialogue you little ass wipe you don't knock it off you're going to be shitting this basketball pardon my french that's a line from the movie that sounds like it's uh from the 90s yeah yeah and so then this person uh says their review quotes that but they say pardon my french but why the fuck was pole vaulting the way they saved their lives (laughs) <laughs> i forgot about that didn't you that they had to pole vault their way to safety somehow with somebody like a high yeah. school pole vaulter or something well they had to get between from rock to rock so they constructed like a, a pole that they could uh jump from rock to rock with so there's like Which a sequence sort of makes sense there's a sequence yeah. of every all the people pole vaulting but there's no like flashback of them like pole vaulting and you know high school at the championship and they should try to put that as a director's cut What's his name? <laughs> Ron Underwood. Ron Underwood, director's cut. Flashbacks of Kevin Bacon in high school as a star pole vaulter. Here's a uh, review from uh, Will Realm, who gives it one star and says, Kevin Bacon in jeans. 
<laughs> one yeah, one star? Yeah, shouldn't that be a, like, if you like that, shouldn't it be five stars? And why would you hate that? Yeah, why I don't know. Be... It's not even tight jeans. It's not even like it was tight jeans. It just He's just wearing jeans, as many people do. People have been known to jean it up. <laughs> I was going to ask if you wanted to take a break. Uh, Michael Gross's character was named Burt Gummer, and he's the one who appears in every sequel. I believe there's seven Trevor Trevors Tremors. Films. Seven Tremor movies? Yeah. Have you seen more than one? Uh, yeah. Have yeah. you seen yeah. Yeah. Have yeah. you yeah. seen yeah. two Tremors movies? Yes. Have you seen three? <laughs> yes. Have you seen four Tremors movies? I'm not so sure I have. Uh, So the tremor that they killed in the first one was not alone. Is that how the next movie starts? God, that tremor in the poster looks like, looks very (laughs) penis-y. It's an awesome poster, though. But with, like, teeth. It looks like the penis, like, split open in the middle and has teeth. Very disturbing. And maybe that's a Rorschach test for me. And I just failed. <laughs> Not necessarily, man. Maybe like bifurcated penises. <laughs> Maybe so. <laughs> Fuck Ron Underwood. See you next week. <laughs> Fuck Ron Underwood. Give me a break. I sure deserve it. It's time I made it to the top. Every star. I want a happy ending. I'm tired of pretending. Won't let them get the best of me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Give me a break. The game is a Bible. Give me a break. And plan my arrival. Give me a break. Oh, heaven's sake. What happened to my piece of the cake? Give me a break. Oh, well, I actually have some Toss with Sag news. Oh, great. Um, so we have forgot to tell our listeners up until right this very instant that this show is not safe for work. <laughs> yeah. Okay? Yeah. NSFW. Yeah. This show. But that does not mean that you shouldn't listen to this show at work. You should definitely listen while you're at work to this show. Yeah, especially if you're a stripper. Like as much, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Uh, or yeah, but any job, any job, just put on Toss Passage, whether it's in your headphones or just out of your your desktop speakers in a in a bullpen. Yeah, or type just office. Yeah, situation. or just like or have it like as the main. You know, like at the dentist's office, how they have the oldies station playing or something. You right. in your dentist's office, um, you just put on toss passage. All right, is it time to play? What else you got? Yeah, it's time for uh, our latest, newest segment. We've been doing it the whole time. It's called "What Else You Got." Doug is our guest today. Thanks for joining us. Um, Doug Perkins Good is a, a critically acclaimed uh, ventriloquist <laughs> yeah so do you know it's not do you know that it's not 
actually what I'm looking at is not Doug. It's a dummy with Doug's voice. Doug is sitting next to this dummy, not moving an uh, inch right. of, his li- of his lips. <clears throat> and But the weird thing is the dummy's face is right by the microphone. So how is it really working? Uh, it's wild, man. It's wild. So Doug and Buddy, what do you got? What else you got? Oh, here's a, just a couple more. Uh, five-star reviews for the chicken diaper real quick. <laughs> All right, sure. <laughs> Jay gives it five stars and says, better than expected and easy to clean. Works and fits perfectly. My chicken didn't fuss much when I put it on, and I feel completely comfortable having her wander around the house. It's super easy to clean, honestly, better than I, I expected. I would recommend cleaning it out every two hours. What? Which is insane. <laughs> They're not disposable either. <laughs> the other guy bought yeah, like may- 10 of them what's he just had 10 chickens he was gonna use use it on and then every two yeah, hours you have to rinse it out and then dry it chicken dives. maybe maybe you gotta maybe you just like have a rotation of them in gotta um, put it anyway. toss them in with your clothes and the dirty wash hey you, you need anything else you check the pockets you got any socks or any chicken diapers to throw in <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a, a load of uh, of dark uh, chicken diapers. <laughs> what about these polka dot uh, ones? Are these considered light or dark? It's a lot of different colors. There's they're white, but like this dark. Ah, the damn dots it! Are dark. Who who put in this red chicken diaper with all the white chicken diapers? Look at this. Now we got a bunch of pink chicken diapers. We're going to look ridiculous in town when we walk the chickens. <laughs> uh, do you mind if I bring the chicken inside the store? It's wearing a diaper. <laughs> uh Megan Megan Weber gives five stars and says, "So cute. This will be wonderful if we ever happen to have a sick hen and need to bring her inside. For now, I'll use it for my sweetest lap girl." <laughs> <laughs> so there's chicken. Wow. There's like chicken favorites that get to go inside that don't have to live in that hell hellscape in that chicken that hen house. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what you want to do. This person has a favorite. You suck up to the guards and have them bring bring you out every once in a while to watch some TV inside the warm house. You know, I haven't. I really haven't spent much time around chickens, so I have no idea what their personalities are like. But uh, they've always seemed a little terrifying mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like they could. Like they could easily rip part of my flesh off sure and they can do it without even their <laughs> head on you know that's where that what? chicken with your head cut off thing well they just run around like spurting blood everywhere yeah yeah i don't I, that's you don't not find, good you need yeah. it you need a head diaper for that <laughs> uh kev what else you got well i was gonna play a uh, play a little game one of our one star games that i like to play so much Okay. And we've done this once before on the show, and it was a huge success. We learned a lot about yeah, Slash that... from Guns N' Roses. Oh, yeah. That episode went platinum. Mm-hmm. 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 So I decided it's time for another uh, round of Tosp Wick Sash. You, you know the rules to Tosp Wick Sash, Doug? Yeah. You read me a 
random Wikipedia yeah, article. I push the random button, and then I talk about the random article that comes up. Okay. Push the random button now. Okay, so Geneva, Ohio, the town of Geneva, Ohio, famously held the Geneva Convention (laughs) for the unincorporated community in Fairfield County. See Geneva, Fairfield County, Ohio. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, So Mm -hmm. you don't want to be in the wrong place here. Uh, The it says that Geneva was originally settled in 1805 and was incorporated as a city in 1958. It's named after Geneva, Whoa. New York. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The population is 6,215. Here's under the arts and culture section. They have okay. a they have a Geneva grape jamboree, an annual celebration of grape growing and wine producing industries. It's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Sounds yeah. fun. Uh, they have the West Liberty Covered Bridge. Uh, which is the uh, in addition, this is interesting though, purported to be the shortest covered bridge in the United States, home of the world's shortest bridge. Everybody's <laughs> talking about the longest. Why don't we go for the shortest? Yeah. The world's shortest bridge. <laughs> covered bridge. Shortest covered bridge, right? Yeah, the world's got to be shorter bridges. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you're right. How how short how short can a, like a thing be to be <laughs> yeah. considered a bridge? You're right. It's like is there just like a uh, kind of a gutter underneath it? Does there have to be water under something for it to be considered a bridge? It's a great question, Doug. I should click on the hyperlink for bridge. No, please. Don't. <laughs> uh, here's one more thing from the arts and culture section of the Geneva, Ohio thing. Um, yeah. The headline is. Uh, Declaration of Lunar Ownership. On April 12, 1966, more than 200 people attended ceremonies at Geneva High School, at which it was revealed that the city had claimed ownership of the moon. Oh. Yeah, they own the moon. They claimed ownership Ooh. of the moon. Um, it uh, The Declaration of Lunar Ownership contained 35 signatures. It claimed that the physical property of the moon shall belong exclusively to the citizens of Geneva, Ohio. Huh. So that's all on the up and up. Yeah, and so they, they then held the right to rent or lease their moon holdings via a two-thirds vote of the city's entire population and provided for the sale of 100 deeds or 100 acres of land, each acre priced at $100. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah, I wonder if it's gone up. I haven't looked on Redfin lately. <laughs> um what what the moon acres are going for <laughs> uh then this is my other favorite section of the wikipedia articles uh, about towns is notable people oh yeah that are from that town which i love but brian anderson major league baseball pitcher who played for the california angels Lamelo ball the youngest of the ball brothers i guess what? he was there for one year his senior in high school playing at one of those sports high schools where you don't have to take classes <laughs> Oh, uh, country music singer Tammy Cochran. Uh, you may know this one, Emmy Coligato, an actress best known for her her role as Piyama on the sitcom Malcolm in the Middle. Here's a good one: Ransom, first name Ransom, Ransom E. Olds, uh, the automotive pioneer, namesake of Oldsmobile. Huh. 
His name is Ransom E. Olds. He Oldsmobile is named after a guy named Olds. It's his mobile. I guess that makes sense because, like, why would you name a car Oldsmobile? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, always, I, I had no idea it was named after a person. I just always thought it was the name they came yeah, up with. Yeah, which is not a cool that's a name. Terrible name. <laughs> it's a terrible yeah. name. <laughs> It is it's you you always picture an old person driving it that's why i guess because yeah, it has yeah. old in the title of the car but i guess they may they must have made some cool cars but yeah they all sound old like the cutlass sierra another thing about uh so yeah. i looked up ransom e olds and one of his things that he invented also besides the car thing he invented his own form of cursive called the spencerian script it's the type of cursive that is used in the Coca-Cola can, on the Coca-Cola can. Okay, let's do another. That was a good one, though, wasn't it? Should we do another random? Another, or do we come, come back to you and then come back for another toss, Wixage. Yeah, come back to me. Okay, uh, Doug. But I do love the world's shortest bridge. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> oh, we got to yeah, visit there. That's, visit. A, that's a great stop on the one-star tour. You know what would be really cool is the world's shortest building <laughs> we gotta find it i bet there is one <laughs> like that, that, that humans actually like work or like go into for whatever reason yeah it's like that half floor and john <clears throat> malkovich right right the seven but and just a half one story floor. like that uh okay doug what else you got oh okay um i was looking up um you know, getting back into going back to my roots and looking up some Lemurian crystals oh, yes. on Amazon. What made you go back? Uh, someone, uh, a friend of mine that I was talking to earlier in the week who listens to the podcast was asking me questions about <laughs> Lemuria like I was some sort of expert because I had once mentioned Lemurian crystals. You're the, you're the only person I know. You're sort of an expert to me. <laughs> You're my expert. Lemuria, as far as I remember, is like an Atlantis-style <laughs> right. old That's right. civilization. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And and Lemurian crystals <laughs> supposedly hold all the knowledge of that lost civilization. That's right. That's right. Because the Lemurians before their collapse or they went into hiding or whatever, spread out across the world and distributed these crystals to different new age shops. And <laughs> <laughs> it is a little, that story is a little bit Mormon-esque, isn't it? Didn't he have some yeah, crazy little, yeah, reading yeah. crystals that only he could look at? He was making up right, that, that, he, that book. Oh, about... <laughs> that he used to translate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joseph Smith. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's no more unbelievable than some of the other tales. <laughs> so this is for the Amazon Wholesale Gym Natural Lemurian Seed Crystal. Amazon? And Yeah, this is on Amazon. Okay. Yeah, it's not the Amazon brand. <laughs> or the Amazon rain or found in the Amazon rainforest. <laughs> oh yeah. That some people speculate that's, that that's where Lemuria was located. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sasha gives it one star and says, I purchased this crystal back in February 2020. My daughter and I were just getting into crystals. 
we carefully read about the properties and benefits of this kind of Lemurian crystal. I was told not to clear the crystal because it had data from ancestors in it. Sure, of course. Yeah, that all course, tracks. Yeah. Very yeah. logical. Yeah, don't My clear, house is don't not clear over. The crystal, man. Don't do it. reformat the crystal. Hey, what are you doing? What are you doing with the crystal? <laughs> are you clearing that? Don't do that. I wouldn't even know how to clear a crystal. What do you how what do you do, you do get to clear the a crystal? Information out of the crystal. Do you like listen to yeah. it or something? What do you do? And and if visions, what is it? If all that uh all that data from ancestors is in there and you can't extract it from the crystal, then how like what is that data doing? Is it 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 just like forms a big data ball of energy. Yeah. Oh, because because that's why people use it, right? For the energy or something. Yeah. But anyway, I'll, I'll go on. My house is not overly dusty. That's a good good to know, Sasha. Mm-hmm. And I've never dropped the crystal in any type of liquid or dirt. I have placed it in the sun to charge once a month. Of course. After about a month, I noticed it was getting darker and darker. At this point, I thought it was absorbing things in the atmosphere. However, I went to a local store that sells crystals, and the owner had a large one for several years in the same spot, and it was super clear. Hmm. I asked her about mine. She said, sounds like it's a fake. Oh, a fake. I thought, surely this can't be, because I thought Amazon did some kind of screening before they allowed (laughs) vendors to sell products. As you could see in the picture, I'm not so sure anymore. If anyone has an explanation, please help me. Yeah, I've, I've got an explanation. Amazon don't give a shit. Well, it's also really, really funny. The person with a <laughs> totally fucking made up crystal thing goes like, yeah, you got a fake one. What you need is one of these real Lemurian <laughs> crystals. But you're going to have to pay for the, you know, the, you're going to have to pay a little bit more for the genuine yeah. Lumerian Lumerian crystals. I also like that. So you're ordering, you're ordering a crystal, and on Amazon because a crystal, a crystal feels like something you should go to wherever the crystal yeah. is sold, and pick out a, pick out your damn crystal and feel its you know? energy, test it out, feel a little bit of the right, right, and to th- to think that like you know what I want this crystal that's been sitting in a warehouse for a while. That's that'll be a good crystal me i would say maybe she's not charging it enough i'll just put that out there only once a month well i thought yeah i i mean there's probably all sorts of uh you know crystal details and the minutia of crystal ownership (laughs) but but i didn't know it was like a pet or or a plant this crystal doug it's it's not like something you hang around your neck or anything it's like something that's it could be yeah, it could be like if you, if you, you know, drilled a hole in it and you could make it into a necklace, or like if you wrapped metal around it or something. Uh, it's probably about the size of my thumb, and you've seen my thumbs. <laughs> there, I, if you haven't, you can go online and search for pictures of Doug's thumbs. <laughs> yeah, Doug's uh, Doug's thumbs dot com. Some a lot of people search for celebrities' feet online. We're all about right. the thumbs yeah. over here. Close-up shots so, of ungloved thumbs. 
Shell, uh, I'll read one more okay. quick one. Great. Shell gives it one star, this Lemurian crystal for thirteen ninety nine, and says, the stones look lab-made, not natural, literally no energy, hmm. sad face. Mm-hmm. No mm-hmm. energy. Yeah. Uh, take it back, man. People Just take it back and working, say there's no energy in this thing. And then what is it? Working around the clock in a lab hey, uh, to I... make these fake crystals. <laughs> Hey man, I mean, depends on how much people are paying for them. We should get in on right. this crystal game. Toss massage, um, le, t- official Lemurian crystals. We still are we still we selling should. those on the website? That would be the best merch. Uh, yeah. So just after you listen to the podcast, head to the back of uh, the room and go to the merch table mm-hmm. and uh, pick up a Lemurian crystal. <laughs> Um, a couple of toss with sash chicken diapers. <laughs> a, uh, a one 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 hundredths replica model of the world's largest ball of twine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the world's smallest replica of the world's largest ball of twine. That's a good idea. <laughs> I like that. Um, Kip, what else you got? Okay, I'm still playing. I'm gonna. You want to keep playing some tossed wick sash with me? Shit, yeah, bro. Okay, you. I'm gonna hit the button. You make the noise. Okay. Ready? Yep. Okay. We've landed on the New Zealand on it's New Zealand at the 1970 British Commonwealth Games. Very specific. Cool. Very specific yeah. one. <clears throat> uh, New Zealand at the 1970 British Commonwealth Games was represented by a team of 65 competitors and 19 officials. Uh, the games were in Edinburgh, Scotland. I went down to their kind of the athletes that were on the team, and this guy uh, has one of the greatest names ever. This guy Theodorus Jacobus Leonardus, and then uh, nick nickname Dick. Quacks. His name's <laughs> Dick Quacks. My name's Theodorus Jacobus Leonardus, but I go by Dick Quacks. Q U A X. Dick Quacks was a Dutch born New Zealand runner, one time world record holder in the 5,000 meters, and <clears throat> a local politician. Dick Quacks. Here's a picture of him, Doug. You see him? Oh, yeah. That guy, he, he, looks, like, he looks like Steve Prefontaine yeah, a little he bit. He does. Steve Prefontaine, Dick Quacks. Um, and then it, if you go down a little bit further, it says uh, there's a part of it. It's it, just a, a sub um, subsection of the article that's just called, in parentheses, quaxing. Quaxing poetic. Yeah. And it says, Quacks tweeted in January 2015 about his disbelief that anyone in the Western world would go shopping by means of walking, cycling, or public transit. Twitter responded by creating the hashtag Quaxing. The public address hmm. website voted Quaxing as its word of the year in 2015, followed by Twitterati. And then there says a uh, Quacks, verb, past, quaxed, present, quaxing, to shop in the Western world by means of walking, cycling, or public transit. 
Okay, so the, here's here. I'll do it one more time. I'm gonna do it one more rand. So this is an article on Wikipedia about sideburns, <laughs> <laughs> which is great. But it says sideburns, sideboards, or side whiskers. Never heard of that one. Are are facial hair grown on the sides of the face, extending from the hairline to run parallel to or beyond the ears? The term sideburns is a 19th century corruption of the original Burnsides, named after American Civil War general Ambrose Burnside, a man known for his right. unusual facial hairstyle that connected thick sideburns by way of a mustache but left the chin clean-shaven. And yeah. then there's an article, then right below it, it says, uh, there's a section called Variations. And it says, sideburns can be worn and grown in combination with other styles of facial hair, such as the mustache or the goatee. But once they extend from ear to ear via the chin, they cease to be sideburns and become a beard, chin strap beard, or chin curtain. Uh, indigenous men of Mexico who shave their heads and wore their sideburns long, as well as Colombians who wear their sideburns long and typically do not have any facial hair, are said to be wearing... Uh, Balcaratas, rarely seen in modern times, but prized in the 16th century as a mark of virile vanity and banned by the colonial authorities of New Spain. They banned these super sexy (laughs) mustaches. Can you you imagine getting executed for your facial (laughs) hair? Sexy, sexy lamb chops. Um, You're welcome, everybody. Side that's a good beard off. curtains. What like what was it called? Beard curtains? Chin curtains? Let's see if I can find a picture of that. Wikipedia. Let's just go Wikipedia and search for chin curtains. Alright, well while Kip's looking up uh chin curtains, I'd like to thank you for listening to the show today. <laughs> uh well, Doug, anything <laughs> else? I've got nothing else. Uh, you got anything else? Uh yeah. Chin curtain articles. No. (laughs) I think that Amish people have chin curtains. That's exciting, right? Uh, That's That's what I can grow. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever know that it was called a chin curtain? No, I probably would have kept it for all these years. They do say that Lincoln had a bit of a chin curtain. Anyway, uh, we know you have lots of uh, options in your podcast listening, and we thank you for listening to this one. But if you don't like it, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, and, I, and uh, my sign-off uh, is uh, listen and listen good. One ear at a time, you'll be hearing from us. And I'll give Love us one or hate star. It. And give us one star uh, if you liked it or you didn't like it. To give us one star. Love it or hate it? You gotta rate it. One star. Thank you very much. We did it. Good morning, everybody.